Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Now, my next guest expertise lies in the realm of leadership and management. Her latest book, 21st Century Business Icons, The Leaders Who Are Changing Our World, was released earlier this month. The book explores the riveting stories of 16 influential business leaders hailing from all sectors such as tech, retail, and indeed social media. Uh, Welcome to the show, journalist, editor, and author of 21st Century Business Icons, Sally Percy. How are you, Sally? I'm great. Thank you, Bobby. Thanks for having me on. Tell me firstly, maybe give us a kind of a a synopsis of the people that you spoke to first, Sally. Um, Well, I've covered um, quite a broad range of leaders for this book. So there's obviously some well-known names in there. So Elon Musk, um, Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, But I was also quite keen to profile um, some female leaders. And so um, I wrote about Mary Barra, CEO of General Motors, Rosalind Brewer, the CEO of Walgreens Boots Alliance, and Sarah Blakely, who founded the Shapewear brand Spanx. I also profiled Jimmy Donaldson, who's better known as Mr. Beast, and um, he's still only in his mid-20s at the moment, but I, he's known as a, he's best known for being a YouTube influencer, but he's actually quite an incredible businessman. So um, I try to kind of profile different people across the board, you know, from the typical tech giants that everyone's heard of, but also looking at people who are kind of not quite so well known, but are still pretty influential. Yeah. And it's interesting as well, when you look at the cross section of people that you've researched, that, you know, not all, not everybody made it when they were young. Some people made it when they were quite on in their career. And I suppose success is kind of different for many of them, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, that's right. It is very interesting, sort of the journeys that people took. I mean, some people did become very successful very quickly. Mark Zuckerberg is an obvious one. Um, didn't even finish university before everything took off for him. And then at the other end of the spectrum, um, there's James Dyson and the inventor. And I mean, he's incredibly well known these days, but it he he didn't sort of really really crack it until he was and pay off all these loans he'd wrapped up and everything until his late forties. He sort of spent decades beavering away, um, repeatedly trying different prototypes of his vacuum cleaner and that kind of thing. So, what I think the book showed is success can be a very short journey or it can be a very long journey, but it does always involve a lot of hard work, regardless of the length of the journey. That was something that I did find. Yeah. What about then, I, I suppose, the traits that you see, the common traits that you see uh, between all these individuals? Let's talk about a couple of those. Yes, well, I think there are some common traits that you can see, even though a lot of the people, the people I profiled were very different in many respects. I mean, one thing I think they pretty much all had in common was this really big vision that they really know what they're setting out to achieve and they have a really big goal that they're aiming for. I mean, Elon Musk is an example with his idea he wants to put people on Mars. I mean, it's, it's actually hard to come up with a vision that's bigger than that, I think, virtually. But but all of them have a vision, really, of, of what they wanted to achieve with their businesses. Something else that came through was an awareness of the importance of hiring and retaining good people and sort of empowering those people and giving them the opportunity to make a difference. 
um, one entrepreneur that I did speak to because I spoke to some up and coming entrepreneurs for that book. And one of one of them talked about giving people a lane to run in. And that was very important. And something else that came over, I think, was their attitude to failure and, and the fact that they were willing to embrace failure and learn from it and try different things. And then their resilience <clears throat> bounced back again. So those were some quite key trends that came out. And also a willingness to take big risks. I think that's probably a commonality between them all. Yes, exactly. A willingness to take some some really big risks. I mean, again, Elon Musk is a huge risk taker. And there's been times in his career he sort of virtually destroyed himself financially trying to keep his businesses alive. Um, but all of them have sort of taken big risks and sacrificed things. But But there's also an element of calculation in their risks. And that's kind of a, a key thing to be aware of. They're not taking sort of great big gambles. They do have an element of calculation. So though they're big risks, they've thought about it and they understand why they're doing what they're doing. And the leaders then, you know, you got sort of shy, introverted, you know, maybe tech-led geniuses versus, you know, big bombastic personalities. And you know, there's no reason why either cohort can't be successful. No, I mean, that. I think that's absolutely right. I and mean, there's no, um, there's nothing to say that you're more or less likely to be successful, whether you're an extrovert or an introvert. Um, you can be equally successful, um, regardless of which of those you are. I think I mean, the key thing is, it's about how you get your message across and whether you can be successful getting other people to buy into your vision. I mean, actually, a lot of the entrepreneurs featured in the books are introverts, in fact. Um, so, and they've been absolutely incredibly successful in life. So it, it really is going, it really is about, you know, how you get people to believe in you, to come with you on the journey. I mean, that's what really matters. Was there any of them that you came across that were content with a particular success, i.e., you know, if you take James Dyson's for in, for instance, he develops his his vacuum cleaner, but then he goes on to do all sorts of other products, and he's still doing stuff today. And he's an elderly man at this stage. So, does do any of them have the ability to stop? Well, what you do see with some of them is they've taken a step back. So uh, Jeff Bezos now he's he's obviously stood down from Amazon, and uh, he's. He's now chair of Amazon and he's quite busy investigating space and there seems to be a bit of a trend amongst billionaires is when you're fed up with everything else, try going to space. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, he's, he's looking at Sarah Blakely, who, who founded um, Spanx, the shapewear company. She, she got external investment from a private equity firm into her business. So they definitely are able to step back whether they kind of step away altogether, uh, no, that's... I don't think they do. Yeah, no, 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 I don't think they do. Go, no. <laughs> what about the different characteristics of entrepreneurs between male and female? Did, there are probably more men than women, but you rightly uh, were very inclusive in your 16. You picked a number of females. Is there any common traits there or traits of difference among the female leaders i mean you're correct i consciously did go out to make sure there were female leaders in the book um, and it wasn't all about male leaders 
I mean, the male di- main difference I would say that I picked up on between male leaders and female leaders is female leaders were inclined to prioritise the people side of things more and um, the importance of um, hiring the right people, engaging with those people, um, embracing diversity of thought and views and seeing people was kind of quite key to their success. So that, that was something the female leaders did tend to bring out a bit more, I would say, than the male leaders. But that's but that's not exclusive. I mean, Jeff Bezos has lots of thoughts on the importance of people as well. Um, in, in most other respects, though, I, I wouldn't say there were great differences between them, actually. They, you know, they, they all have this common thing of setting the vision, embracing failure, taking risks, as you say. So maybe the people thing might be the one thing where there's a bit more emphasis on it from the female. Yeah. Um, what about uh, the passion for learning? Because that's surely one that they are, you know, they're like sponges in terms of absorbing information and, you know, constantly learning themselves to, to do what they want to do in, in terms of getting to their end game. But that learning and inquisitiveness and absolute obsession, I suggest, in some cases, of, of, of having all the knowledge that's required to do what they need to do. Well, that's a really good point, yes. I mean, a, an obsession with learning and um, always wanting to kind of new, know new things and be curious. I mean, that definitely is a very common trait as well. Um, a lot of them are really quite keen readers um, some of them really are studying the careers of other leaders. Um, I think Elon Musk as a child, he read through two sets of encyclopedia. There is that commitment to to kind of broadening their knowledge base all the time. And, and that kind of helps them to identify um, you know, potential opportunities in the market, how the world's changing. They can learn things from what they read that, that then they actually apply to their own businesses. They can kind of make parallels between different sectors. So curiosity and a thirst for knowledge, that, that comes through very strongly amongst successful people. They're always trying to broaden their minds. All right. Well, look, it's a great book. And again, uh, wonderful observations by the author, uh, Sally Percy. Uh, the book is called 21st Century Business Icons, The Leaders Who Are Changing Our World. Great to talk to you this morning, Sally. Thanks, Bobby. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.